If you have a tendency to not take a break until you really, really need one, this episode is for you. My name is Jenna, and this is Building Balance. You're in the right place if you're a business owner who wants to do all the things, but you're running out of time in your day. On this podcast, I share thoughts and ideas about how to be productive in a human-friendly way and build more balance between business and life, even if it's just you in your business. If all that sounds good to you, let's just jump right in. So today's episode is 100% sponsored by hashtag high achiever problems. If you listen to episode 85, or if you follow me on Instagram, you might have heard that I didn't have a proper holiday break yet because of lots of different reasons. And I totally had the intention of taking time off in January instead to make up for like the break between Christmas and New Year's to make sure that I was taking care of the wholeness piece of my productivity ecosystem. If you're new here and don't know what I'm talking about, the productivity ecosystem is what I believe we all need to be taking care of to be able to be productive in a sustainable, human-friendly way. So the ecosystem consists of three parts. There's wholeness, there's design, and there's sisal. Wholeness is all about our well-being. Design is about the systems and practices and routines that support us. And sisal is, in a nutshell, our motivation and resilience. Oh, and I should mention that sisal is a Finnish word that roughly translates as resilience, grit, courage, and determination. To get a fuller picture of the ecosystem, you can read a quick summary at jennahelberg.com ecosystem. I'll link to that in the description also. So anyway, I had plans to take time off in January to compensate for our like interrupted holiday break, but somehow time just happened and I think it was Monday yeah Monday 23rd January 23rd I realized that I hadn't taken that time off yet and we were you know very much at the end of the month and I was beginning to feel it a little bit and then by that Wednesday I really started feeling the need for a break tasks that required focus or creativity or problem solving they were just going pretty slowly. So I was thinking at first that it's okay. I'm going to plan for a week off in February because I had some stuff I wanted to get done first and I felt like I needed some time to prepare for time off, right? But that's when kind of my high achiever actions alarm bell went off and I told myself, hey, taking a break later is not going to help the situation that I'm in right now. Whatever I work on now, I'm not going to be giving it my best because I've I've ran out of capacity, right? And I I just felt like if I wasn't going to be able to do a great job at those tasks, I just have to put in more time into going through them later or tweaking them later, maybe even redoing them. So it felt like it would just waste my time if I wasn't able to give those tasks my focus the first time around. I really don't like wasting time. 
So um, I ended up taking Thursday and Friday that week off since it was possible. I didn't have any calls or photo sessions scheduled and everything that I had planned as far as to-dos, they were things that could wait. Then I was off for most of the weekend too, apart from a one-hour call I had scheduled for Saturday with Stacy Mitchell, um, who's helping me with my messaging. And then on Sunday morning, I had a two-hour family photo session in San Francisco. So essentially, I got to have two full days off and then two almost full days off. When I got back to work on Monday, I got more done just that one day than I probably got done in like the three days I had worked that earlier week. So that felt like a really good confirmation that the break was really needed. And then I started thinking, see, you don't need to take time off in February. You're fine now. Which brings me to what I wanted to talk about today. It's not ideal that I quote unquote had to take time off. Taking time off when it's really needed is not a solution. It's just a temporary band-aid, right? Like for sure, probably the best thing you can do in those moments is to take a bit of a breather, to take a break if you're able, instead of trying to push through until your body just says nope and recovery will take even longer. But taking that needed break shouldn't be something we do just to compensate for all the work we've done or something we do to be able to keep doing what we've been doing in the way that we've been doing them. Essentially, we shouldn't take breaks just when we really, really need them. I think we should more often see that kind of desperate need for a break as a sign that something in our ecosystem needs to change. We need good input to have good output, right? We need to put gas or electricity in our car for it to go places, right? I mean... For sure, we sometimes go through sprints in our businesses, maybe, where a break is necessary after, like no argument there. But in those cases, it's also ideal if we planned for that break, too, so that we actually have taken it into account. I think the tendency for high achievers, or at least it's been like that for me, um, is to think that, you know, I wasn't strong enough to keep pushing through, when in reality it's that my circumstances were not supportive. There's something that I could tweak in my ecosystem to support myself better so that I can be productive when I want to be, but also, you know, step back when I want to. So before jumping back into, you know, business as usual, after taking that needed break, it's important that we evaluate how we got to that point and what we could do differently going forward. Sure, like I can I can <laughs> see that there are situations where maybe that that evaluation can't be the very first thing we do when we get back, but hopefully at least we can do that as soon as possible. We should plan for a moment to do that. So when I look at what went wrong, how did I end up in this situation? I kind of like noted three things. So the first one was that we had a plan to take this holiday break makeup 
time in January, but it wasn't actually a real plan since we never defined those days. We didn't put them on the calendar. And then number two, because I hadn't blocked off that time, I also didn't get my usual cue to prepare the business for time off. And then beyond just the design that wasn't present in my plans for that break to happen, there was an issue in the wholeness piece of my ecosystem too. So because our dog, Nova, is still supposed to exercise pretty limitedly because of issues with her spine, I had not really been exercising or getting out as much as I usually do for the past couple of months, right? So even that alone, just going on walks without Nova or maybe moving my body in other ways may have given me energy that I, I didn't have. But the cool thing was that when I was reflecting on this stuff, I did realize that it's been a while since I've like had to take a break. That used to happen to me quite often not that long ago, so I'm not taking this experience as like a I've failed kind of thing. Even though this didn't go quite like I would have liked it to, I'm doing so much better with balance and I was really happy to notice that, hey, it's it's been a while since it was this way. So what I'm going to do now, what am I going to do to fix this stuff? First up, I've defined a week in February that I'm going to take off, which allows me to prepare for that week ahead of time. And number two, I joined a gym so that I can go to group classes to shake my butt off. I used to have a gym membership and go to classes like three to five times a week, especially dance related classes are my favorite. But after we got Nova and she needed like three to four hours of exercise a day, I just didn't feel like I had the time to go to the gym too. So now that Nova's getting older and we have to slow her activities down because of the spinal issues, I have the time to go to group classes again. So if you're like me or if you're like some of my clients and you have a tendency to not take a break until you really need one, I hope that this peak at my life or at my quote-unquote mistake encourages you to try to catch yourself in those moments when you're feeling like you really need a break. I know that sometimes it can almost feel like when that feeling hits, you have to compensate by doing even more first to then deserve a break. But usually the smartest thing we can do in those moments is to step away for a bit and regroup and, you know, reflect on what got us to that point and come up with one or two changes to implement. All right, that's all for today. If you haven't subscribed to Building Balance yet, remember to do that if you don't want to miss any episodes. Thank you so much for spending your valuable time with me, and I hope that you have a beautiful week. Bye. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you want support with productivity and balance as a business owner, you can find details about how we can team up at jennahilberg.com. And I'm always happy to answer questions or comments through email or in my Instagram DMs. I hope that we get to chat soon.